Hello, Greenvillians, and welcome to another episode of Greenville Miked, your favorite local podcast for all things happening in Greenville, South Carolina, including noteworthy news, restaurant reviews, events coming up this week, and more. I'm Tracy. And I'm Will. This week, the citizens of Greenville have chosen their new leaders. The best spots around town to grab your Thanksgiving dishes and a Canadian's review of Greenville's food scene. It's Monday, November 12th. And welcome to the Weekly Rundown. All right, so to start out this week, an objective review of Thanksgiving dishes. Objective, not subjective. Totally objective. Okay. Everything we're about to say is just set in stone. It's fact. fact. Don't even comment and debate with us because we're not giving our opinions. We're just giving an objective review. That's great. And hopefully that'll give you some time to objectively prepare your Thanksgiving feast. Yeah. Based on data. That's a great idea. From Greenville Mike. I'm excited to hear what you think objectively. Okay. So my first objective fact is that sweet potato casserole is the best side. I don't. I agree with you. Okay. I think it's delicious. Well, it doesn't matter if you agree because it's objective. Right. Is it a side though or is it a dessert or is it both? I think it's I think it's a dish. It's a side. Okay. I I could eat it for dessert. Yeah. For sure. The only question when it comes to sweet potato casserole is marshmallows or the pecan brown sugar crumble. I'm more of the pecan brown sugar crumble person. And I'm more of the marshmallow person. And we know some people who split it right down the middle. That's what we've done. Yeah. We are those people. We are the people that we know that do that. <laughs> yeah. And there's a few other people we know that do that. Right. Okay, that's objective fact number one. Okay. What's yours? Um, apple pie is the best dessert. <laughs> <laughs> Just apple pie. Just apple pie. Apple pie is the best dessert in general? Yeah. No, for Thanksgiving, not for Thanksgiving. in general. Okay. Yeah, for Thanksgiving. Maybe in general. Because apples are in season. That's true. And pie is delicious. Yeah, so, I can't argue with that. Yeah. I will say all of my favorite desserts have to do with pairing ice cream with something warm. Yeah. Ice cream and brownies, ice cream and cookies, ice cream and cobbler, ice cream and apple pie. You can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Um, I would say, okay, here's my third objective fact, that carving the turkey before you cook it is the only way to truly do it. Now, I'm not going to get into the whole deep fry debate. I totally think you can deep fry turkey, but this is just in opposition to Baking it in an oven for like 10 hours. Yeah. Your turkey is delicious. Thank you. That's my next objective fact. <laughs> I appreciate it. Is that the like you started that three years ago? I did. Yeah. I, we're never going it back. It was a revelation. I will say there's, it's good for a couple of reasons. When you carve it up when it's raw, you can put a brine or a dry rub on every side of every piece of meat. Mm -hmm. So you get better coverage. You let them sit in the fridge overnight after you've put your rub on. We do a dry rub. And then you can bake them in the oven and take them each out because you have light meat and dark meat at different temperatures when they're each reaching their preset temperature. Because, you know, you put the whole turkey in the oven, you have different types of meat and you just cook it for 10 hours and it gets dry. And nobody says that turkey is their favorite dish. Right. But if you do it this way, I promise. It's so much work, but it's so good. It's revolutionary. It is. Yeah. You probably could just deep fry it and it probably would be really good too. That's true. We've had that before. We have, but I like this way. 
That's, yeah. that's pretty objective that that's a good way to cook a turkey. Okay. So next question, objectively, what are the worst Thanksgiving foods? Oof, the absolute worst. Um, I'm just not a big, well, oh man, I'll say this. I like green bean casserole. I don't really like green beans by themselves. I feel like people will sometimes do that. Mm-hmm. And or collard greens. Is collard greens more of a New Year's thing? That's a New Year's thing. Okay. But I have seen it at Thanksgiving before. I've seen Snuck it disgrace there, a Thanksgiving table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get okay. those collard greens out of so, here. But, so no like green beans, collard greens. Yeah, but I do like green bean casserole. So. Okay. Um, for me, peas. Who eats peas? Just peas in general? Just peas in general. I don't mind peas. Peas can mix into things. Peas are good mix-ins. Put them in. Like chicken pot pie? Yeah, pot pie, fried rice, soup. Uh-huh. But peas on their own? Okay. No way. What about black-eyed peas? No way. No way? No way. No black-eyed not, peas? No. Not even on the radio? On the radio, I'll, I'll okay. listen to some black-eyed peas, but okay. I'm not going to eat them. Okay. That's yeah. fair. Do you have another one? Um, I'm trying to think of something that I really hate at Thanksgiving. Uh, honestly, well, no. Man, I just love so many Thanksgiving foods. Do you have another one? Why don't you give uh, me another one? I was going to say cranberry sauce. Yeah, see, I like cranberry sauce. Well, this isn't fair. I've never actually had cranberry sauce. Because <laughs> you just think it looks gross. But it looks gross. Because it comes out of a can? Yes, but people say <laughs> the cranberry sauce in the can is the best. Yeah. But I'm just like, no. Do people make cranberry sauce not in a can? I think so. Yeah. Make like fresh cranberry sauce? Yeah, not my family. But, but people swear by it in a can. I think so. Wow. Correct me if I'm wrong people but yeah. i think that is corrector yeah so yeah no cranberry sauce for me okay but that's about it i love most other thanksgiving i foods. know it's really hard to pick out thanksgiving dishes that i don't like because they're all just so good right and well, you just go into a coma for a week afterwards it's a great holiday it's a great it really coma. is all right let's go ahead and get started with some news today so election results are in and greenville has chosen mayor knox white once again This is his eighth and final term as mayor. Mayor Knox White has built quite the resume as mayor. He worked to remove the Camperdown Bridge, created Falls Park and the Liberty Bridge, created the Swamp Rabbit Trail, Fleur Field, and Unity Park. Basically all the things that Greenville is known for, which is just crazy. He's the GOAT. Um, And then here are some of the other election results. Dorothy Doe won the at-large seat, defeating Randall Fowler. John DeWorkin, he ran unopposed and won the District 1 seat. Ken Gibson also ran unopposed and won the District 3 seat. Uh, Yeah, and that's it. I did see that voter turnout was the highest it's been in a long time, which is pretty cool. That is cool. Do you think we like played a role in that since we told people to go vote? Yeah, probably. Probably. We probably contributed to the thousands of more people that showed up to vote. Yeah, but I saw it was 22% compared to around 12% nationwide, which is crazy that 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 is is crazy. That's sad. I feel like they should... Like everyone should go out to vote in local elections. Yeah. It should be like 80% at least. I agree. Maybe 90%. What an awesome right we have to have in this country. I know. But you know what? We're on the right track. It's good that we're moving up. We'll just keep moving up every year. For sure. All right. Next up, South Carolina State Parks want you to opt outside. Isn't that an REI slogan? I think it is actually. Yeah. Was that? I don't know. Did we steal that? No. Or did the state park steal that? I think the state park stole that. Okay. I didn't steal that. We won't. We didn't Maybe steal it. They're working with REI, but I didn't steal Maybe that. Maybe so. Well, they want you to opt outside on November 24th, which is also Black Friday. 
there's going to be free admission to all South Carolina state parks and certain historic homes. You do have to call ahead of time for a reservation for a historic home tour. Reservations can be made by calling Rose Hill Plantation, Redcliffe Plantation, or Hampton Plantation, yeah. which are the historic homes. Yep. This is a great idea. Getting people out of the mall yeah. and into the great outdoors. I know. Which, I think it's an awesome idea. Who is still going to the mall on Black Friday? People just wait for Cyber Monday nowadays. That's what I do. <laughs> I'm not going to go out at like 4 a.m. But I, I can't think, remember the last time I've been to the mall, to be honest. At all. At all. Malls are dying out, and that's kind of sad. It is kind of sad. It's kind of nostalgic. Yeah, it is. About going to the mall. We'll go and get an Auntie Anne's pretzel. Yeah, maybe so. But we'll probably better spend that time being at a state park. I will say, like, if you're going to have a family outing at the mall versus a family outing on a hike and having a picnic at a state park, I'm like, that's a better memory. For sure. Just go do that. Your kids might want the latest remote control race car. Do kids still play with remote control race cars? I don't know. I feel like they should do that forever. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And maybe you should still get them that thing. But not on Black Friday. No, another day. Yeah. Opt outside. Opt outside. I'm all for it. All right. Next up, Big Apple Donuts is opening up their third location on Wade Hampton and Taylor's next month. They currently have a location in Malden and in Greenwood. And this new location is going to offer their usual donuts and sandwiches, in addition to a few new items like banh mi and kolaches. Big Apple is moving up in the world. They are. They, I think they just opened that Malden location yeah. within the last year. Right. I mean, I, I don't think they get talked about. Enough. They don't get a lot of buzz or a lot of no. hype, but they have to be doing well oh, yeah. to be opening up a third location. When I went to their location to get us donuts that time, the line was out the door. It was crazy. Yeah. It was mostly old people. Really? But I was also there. They know what's good. Old people know what they're doing (laughs) when it comes to donuts. Well, we need to go again because we've only been one time. I know. There's just there's a few different places that we like to go to. We got donuts from Hendo the other day. Yeah. We love looking good. Right. Scouts is good. Yep. So too many options. Just kidding. Bring more. Yeah. There's (laughs) never too many options. Yeah, never too many. All right. Next up a New build-your-own charcuterie experience and wine bar called Curian is coming to Greenville next month. They're also going to have custom charcuterie boards to go, picnic baskets, Mediterranean-inspired small plates, craft cocktails, and gelato. You can find them at 732 South Main Street, and we're going to update you on exactly when they open. Yeah, I'm excited for this. This sounds like a genius concept. Um, we've made a few charcuterie boards. Yeah, we have in our day, so it's really fun. But I bet they're going to have so many different food options to choose from, and maybe they even help you make it look nice because that's my biggest struggle mm-hmm. is making it look beautiful. I think this is genius because the most fun part of a charcuterie board is putting it together and eating it. Those are the two most fun parts, you know. Yeah. What are the other parts? (laughs) Like shopping for it, you know, like going to the grocery store and trying to like decide what ingredients you're going to get and going out and buying all these things. Yeah. And if you could just show up somewhere, all the ingredients are there and you're just picking what you want on your board. Yeah. That's amazing. It is amazing. What a great date night. I do wonder how expensive it's going to be. Yeah. I know because charcuterie is already kind of expensive. Right. It's probably like food and an experience, though. For sure. Got to think about that. Yeah. I mean, even if it's a a higher end date night, Mm -hmm. I'd still do it. Okay. We'll do it then. So let's definitely do it. Great. 
All right, next up, Greenville Today released a list of restaurants where you can pick up your Thanksgiving turkey and sides. They cited Mike and Jeff's Barbecue and Lewis Barbecue as spots to get your turkey or brisket, if that's more your thing. If it's Lewis brisket, it's definitely my thing. Yep, mine too. Um, And then at Mike and Jeff's, you can drop off your thawed or frozen turkey, and for $35, they'll smoke your bird and have it ready for pickup before the big day. That's maybe the third and most convenient way to cook your turkey for Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah, just drop it off. Um, As far as sides, they cited the sausage stecca stuffing from the Swamp Rabbit Cafe and Grocery, mac and cheese from Fork and Plow, sweet potato souffle from Gyro's, and squash casserole from Rocky's Hot Chicken Shack. And I would also add the mac and cheese from Lewis Barbecue in there as well. Can't go wrong with the mac and cheese at Lewis. You can't. So good. Yeah. Um, And then for dessert, they said to hit up the Hester General Store for their salted caramel apple pie and to get a pumpkin pound cake from the Pound Cake Man and to add in another personal suggestion, I would say go to Rise Bakery and get a pie. Yep. Anything from Rise Bakery should be on your list. For sure. So my question for you, Will, is what sides or desserts would you go for from this list? They all sound so good. Okay, one thing I've always wanted to try, because I've heard about this before, is the sausage stecca stuffing. Oh, yeah. From the Swamp Rabbit Cafe. Yeah. That sounds incredible. It does. And I don't know if is that something that's just seasonal or if they have that year round. I think it's probably seasonal. I've definitely, I mean, maybe I just saw it last year. Yeah. And we didn't end up getting it, but <laughs> right. I want to get it so bad. Okay. That sounds so good. We can get that this year. Um, the salted caramel pie. From the Hester General Store. Mm -hmm. We were just talking about apple pies. Just add caramel and salt. It's even better. (laughs) Can't go wrong there. And then, uh, yeah, definitely Rise Bakery. I mean, honestly, even if you just got a country loaf from Rise Bakery and didn't even get a fancier option, you're just like, I just want some good bread to go with this Thanksgiving meal. Yeah. That's a huge win. That is a huge win. And pretty cheap. And yeah, and pretty cheap. I mean, they've got, yeah, their bread's delicious. Pies are delicious. Yeah. So. Can't, Can't go, go wrong. wrong. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> We're in sync We're there. married. <laughs> All right. Next up, we've got our Eats and Treats segment brought to you today by Common Pops. Delicious frozen popsicles made right here in the upstate. Think popsicles in winter don't go together? Think again. Their peppermint mocha pop has just made its seasonal debut. And what better way to ring in the holidays than by enjoying a delicious popsicle? Infused with methodical coffee and luminu chocolate, what's not to love? Visit commonpops.com to book a cart or find at commonpops on Instagram to learn more. All right, for our Eats and Treats segment this week, we're going to do something a little different. So we had a friend in from Canada this past weekend, and she was able to try a ton of restaurants when she was here. So we actually got her to rank them and share some of her thoughts. Unfortunately, we could not have her on as she's traveling back today, but she sent us sent us some thoughts. Anytime you can get a Canadian to rate your food. Yeah. I've heard that's that's the way to go. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Um, so, Canadians know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> so here are all the places she went over the past three to four days. Are you ready? Yep. Give it to me. Waffle House. Great choice. <laughs> An American Wait, don't treasure. Your thoughts <laughs> Tupelo Honey, Brick Tops, Coastal Crust, Cucho's, Aoki Sushi. And then for dessert, she went to Spill the Beans and Claire's Creamery. So here's, okay. the, here's the order and how she ranked them. And this is excluding the ice cream places because felt like those were more like dessert. Okay. So number one is Waffle House. 
Amazing. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. I'll share more thoughts on this in a second. Which but is hilarious. It's so, so hilarious. I think this is more about the nostalgia and sentiment because we went here all the time in college because we went to Presbyterian College and that's yep. one of two restaurants there. Um, but she said her go-to order is a bacon hash brown bowl and of course a waffle. And she also said the first time she ever went to Waffle House, she asked for tea thinking they'd bring her warm tea and they brought her a giant glass of sweet tea. Yep. So she, so she said, if you aren't from these parts, just make sure you specify when you go. Um, but other than that, she said, Waffle House is an amazing establishment with great service. I'm not surprised by the tea thing right. in the slightest. No, <laughs> but very funny. Um, coming in at number two is Tupelo Honey. Um, she got the chicken and waffles and she said it was delicious. So number yeah, number three is Brick Tops. So this is a newer place and I haven't we haven't been there yet. Um, but she said it felt like a good Southern experience. Like she felt like when she walked in there, she's like, this is what it means to eat in the South, which I was really? like, wow, that's pretty high praise. Wow. Um, and then she said the food was pretty good too. Number four, Coastal Crust. Said the vibe, the pizza, good. <laughs> she's not a food critic. So. <laughs> um, number five is Cucho's and she got the burrito and... I don't think Cucho should be this far down on the list, but we're going to discuss that mm. in a minute. And then last, she put Aoki Sushi on okay. Woodruff. So. Well, I will say, when you have a friend in from another country, you don't take them to bad restaurants. Yeah. So everything on this list, I mean, it's a pretty prestigious list. It is pretty prestigious, some would say. <laughs> even, yeah. even though Waffle House is on there. Well, I mean, Waffle the House prestigious is just iconic. Yeah. I don't think this is insinuating in any way that Waffle House has better food than our local restaurants here in Greenville. Right. Yeah. But we did go so much in college. We used to have a counter in my dorm room and I think we went 35 times my freshman year. Yeah. They took so much of our money. They knew yeah. all our orders, our names. We great were regulars service. in there. Yeah. yeah. It was great service. Yeah. Um okay, Cucho's. I definitely think I mean, I just love Cucho's. Cucho's is one of my favorite restaurants ever. It's delicious. It's just so good. Yeah. So maybe that's just me, but I've I've heard other people who also rave. I was bonding with someone over this past weekend over their beef burrito. That's what everyone gets. It's they the love beef burrito. It. I get the chicken so tacos, good. which are amazing. I but feel like, isn't a beef burrito kind of an American thing? I think so. Yeah. But they're still so good. But it's I just really don't good. care. Yeah. Um, um yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think Cucho should be a little bit higher. Obviously, I haven't been to Bricktop, so I can't really say anything about that. Yeah. Um, but other than that, though, I mean, she did hit up some good spots. It's a good list. Yeah. I know. Tupelo Honey. We we need to review them on an Eats and Treats. Because they do have phenomenal chicken and waffles. Yeah. And such a great spot, too. Yeah. Their location is perfect it is downtown we'll actually we'll do that soon that's on our list yeah uh she also went to claire's and spilled the beans like i said earlier and i will note she was super impressed with claire's so she has a nut allergy and she said they were super accommodating to that like they went to the back to get her like ice cream that there's like no way it could have been cross-contaminated i guess i don't know i think it was still a little risky for her to eat ice cream with her <laughs> nut allergy but she said it was they were super helpful with wow. that um, That's which was awesome. really cool. And she also loved the vibe of Claire's and thought Spill the Beans was good too. So she had a great 
eating experience. I know. She was only here Greenville. for like a couple days, right? Yeah. She was here for like they really four crushed days. It. They crushed it. <laughs> they did. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and move into some events for your weekend. So starting off, the ice rink on Main Street is opening up on Wednesday this week. Whoop, whoop. Finally, there's going to be an opening ceremony. You've been waiting all year for this? I've been so excited. I've yeah. actually never ice skated. So Okay, we should go do that. But I do love the vibe it creates downtown. <laughs> it's a good vibe. <laughs> but I should try that. Yeah. They're going to have special performances at 2 p.m., followed by the rink's official public opening at 4.30 p.m. It's located at Village Green near the Courtyard Marriott, and it's open Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. to 9 p.m., and Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. It's going to be open seven days a week, excluding Christmas Day, up until January 15th. It is $10 for adults, $8 for kids ages 3 to 12, free for kids for 2 and under, and that includes skate rentals. And you can buy your tickets online to guarantee a time slot. I'd suggest definitely doing that over waiting in line when you get there. For sure. Because that line can get pretty long. A crazy line there. Yep. Um, Next up, Friday through Sunday, the 2023 Indie Craft Parade Holiday Pop-Up will be happening, and it's going to be happening for the next six weeks. There will be a curated mix of handmade giftable art, home goods, jewelry, and children's items available for purchase, and it's located at 2909 Old Buncombe Road. Then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you can see Mary Poppins at the South Carolina Children's Theater. This is going to be recurring weekly until December 10th. Shows will be Friday at 2 and 7, Saturday and Sunday at 2. The show is recommended for all ages. You can head to the South Carolina Children's Theater website for tickets, which start at $25. Nice. Uh, And then Saturday, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra will be performing at Bon Secours with their The Ghosts of Christmas Eve show. Their shows will be at 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. on Saturday, and tickets are available at transsiberian.com. We really need to go to one of their shows. We do. I know so many people that have been, and I still don't even know really what it is. To be honest, <laughs> it's probably awesome. Is we it an go. orchestra? Is it a? Is it a show? Is it both? I think it. De- I think it's a, sh- a show. Okay. I think it's an orchestra show. An orchestral show. Yeah. Something like that. We're really cultured. <laughs> yeah. Probably. We need to go. Yeah. All right. Saturday, Babyface is performing at the Peace Center at 8 p.m. Do you know Babyface? I, I've heard of Babyface. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets start at seventy-five dollars. Babyface has received 80 Grammy nominations and has won 12 Grammys. That's really impressive. That's a lot of nominations. It is. But wow. to win 12 is, is pretty impressive. Go Babyface. Yeah. All right. Saturday, Zoom Through the Zoo is happening. This is a 5K race that journeys, you guessed it, through the zoo. And they also have a kids fun run. The 5K costs $25 and the kids fun run is $10 and the money goes back to the zoo. Okay, I think this is a little confusing with the naming. I totally thought this was a virtual zoo tour. I'm pretty sure when I was looking for events, (laughs) yeah, I think one of the websites was like virtual. And I was like, really? And then I looked at the zoo's website and it was like, no, it's a 5K. I was like, as soon as you said Zoom, I was like, oh, they're doing a virtual tour. That's nice. (laughs) You've got to be careful using the word Zoom. I like the name though. Yeah, I know. I do like the name. Would have been great like four years ago. (laughs) Yeah, but now... Zoom is it just brings up too many triggers in people. Yeah, it does. I know. <laughs> too many bad vibes. Won't catch us there. Just kidding. Maybe we'll <laughs> we won't be going in virtually. That's for sure. If we race it, it'll be in person. Yeah. 
All right. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode, everyone. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And also, if you're feeling generous, go ahead and leave us a five-star review. Yep. And also, we're on YouTube now. We're literally on YouTube. We are. It's crazy. We're YouTubers, um, basically. So if you're one who likes to watch their podcast, who likes to watch their podcast, head over to our new channel. And we do plan on getting something to go behind us so you won't be staring at us and a white wall. Um, Still working on our setup here. Yeah. We're figuring out this YouTube life. We are. We're figuring it out. So bear with us for a little bit. But All right. Catch you all next week for the next weekly rundown. See ya.